as a business owner, are you always going to have some labor issues, no matter how skilled, professional, unskilled, whatever? Yes. How do you mitigate that? Number one, always be hiring. Welcome to Fran Coach's Franchising 101 podcast series. Here we talk about all things franchising. What is it all about? Is it for you? How do you find the best one to own? And so much more. Now your host, Tim Parmeter. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in again to Fran Coach's Franchising 101 podcast series. I am Tim Parmeter, founder and CEO of Fran Coach and your podcast host. Uh, today, we are going to talk about a specific um, kind of piece of owning a business. Pretty much every business, franchise or not, that you could own requires some sort of labor, a staff, a team around you. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, uh, which has also been a little bit more of a kind of a hot button issue here in 2021. Uh, so we definitely have got a lot of things to talk about and kind of some some ideas and thoughts to share with you. But before we dive into all of that, let's, of course, first tell you who we are. Fran Coach is a national search firm dedicated to working with individuals who are interested in owning a franchise. We are partnered with over 500 of the top franchisors in the country, spanning nearly 60 industries. Our goal is to help our clients find the absolute best franchise for them to own. And the goal of the Franchising 101 podcast series is to help educate people on all aspects of franchise ownership. That's us. Now, what are we going to talk about today? So um, first off, just there's certain aspects of this that uh, from a labor and staff and team building that is always going to be the case. These are always going to be things that are relevant. Um, But uh, a little bit of this is 2021-ish, and this is actually being recorded into July 2021. where we do have a little bit of a kind of a labor crunch, um, either not enough jobs, uh, not enough, not the right jobs, or we have jobs that people don't want to take, uh, whether it's uh, something from a stimulus, unemployment, the moratorium on evictions, handful of things that are kind of leading to a little bit of a bottleneck with this. Um, is that going to be here a year from now when we when we talk? Probably not. So that is a little bit specific to now, so what I'm going to talk to you about is more overall um, labor, things to think about as a business owner um, when you're building your team. Um, and so first off, part of our process with clients is simply helping them understand what type of staff you best manage. Um, are, are you better or want to be by yourself? Would you like managing people that are in kind of a sales type of role or more management structure? We'll talk specifically about skilled labor and unskilled labor. Um, And we define that simply as skilled labor is these are people that are already trained for the job you need them to do. So the electrician, the plumber, um, you're not teaching them how to do the electrical work. They're already trained for that. Um, The girl who cuts the hair at Great Clips uh, wasn't trained by the owner. She was already trained. She went to school for that. You plug those people in, let them do their thing. Whereas unskilled, you're training them how to do whatever you need them to do. Does it flip the burger? Is it mow the lawn? Whatever. So most people that we talk to have, have at least some level of experience managing each of those. Well, experience is great. Um, which one do you want to manage? 
Um, and there's typically a lot of openness or uncertainty with that, um, which means we oftentimes end up connecting people with franchises that on the surface look very different because we need to compare and contrast different ways to manage a team. Okay. Um, we also need to understand one's ability and desire to delegate. Um, skilled labor is a great example of this. Uh, there are people we talk to that are, are 100% okay letting that electrician go out and do their job without having any clue how to actually do the work themselves. The very next person may feel, feel very uncomfortable with that and really need the ability to actually do the work in order to manage people that do that. It's no right or wrong, but these are things that we need to be honest with, with ourselves as we go through the process. Right? So, so first, we need to make sure we're getting ourselves in that best position from a staff standpoint. right? And then no matter what it is, I use a kind of a twist on an old movie reference, but I'm old, this is going to happen. So the old movie, Glenn, Glenn, Gary, Glenn Ross, and there's a famous um, kind of scene in line with Alec Baldwin um, where, he, where he's got on the chalkboard. Um, and if, if, if you don't know what chalkboard is, I guess, first of all, maybe Google a chalkboard. It's way before the whiteboard. Um, and he's got ABC, always be closing as he's, he's talking about with salespeople. Um, for an owner, I changed the C to an H, always be hiring. So what tends to happen or can certainly happen, number one with this is, okay, I needed to hire three people uh, for skill X, right? Um, or job X. Hey, I really like all three of these. They're doing a good job. I don't need to worry about anything. Y yes, you do. Uh, for a few different reasons. Number one is what happens if one of them gets sick, leaves, quits, all of a sudden really turns out that they suck and you need to fire them. Um, now you got to go back to the beginning and go, okay, well, now I've got to post a job. I got to start getting applicants. I've got to, I got to start interviewing them, interviewing them again, bringing them in. This is not a quick process. Or what happens when those three people you hired really are great and the business takes off and you're like, oh my gosh, we have more potential customers than we can handle. That's a good problem to have, but it is still a problem. Um, now we need to go back to the drawing board to find more people. If you are always hiring, wherever and each, each franchise is going to be different and they're going to have tons of support for you as to where do you find people you need to hire? Um, do you post it on Indeed, Career Builder? Do you, is it a, something that's simple that can go on like a Facebook job posting? Wherever that might be, you might be tapping into colleges or universities. Wherever that that, that is, and usually there's multiple, um, they're going to help you with that, know where to go. What's that uh, the, the job description that you're going to post? That should be, and I think especially now, but in really, in reality, I think people should always have that posted. Um, again, always be hiring. So now it may not be every single day, but every couple of days, you as an owner or as you grow, you may have a admin office manager or something that can do this. But early on, it's you as the owner. You should be looking at that almost every single day. We would get some new applicants. Anybody look good? Anybody look promising? Have a have an initial phone screen. Maybe you bring them in, even if you're able to tell them, "Hey, we're not hiring right now." You want to have that bench built or know exactly where I've got a pool of people that I've already kind of kind of vetted through when that need arises. Um, and just can't, it seems like a simple thing, but but 
people will get their staff and they will move on. It is uh, happens almost every time. It's maybe a little human nature. Hey, we're good. I don't need that now. And as a, as a business owner, you're dealing with what's right in front of you, right? Things are things are moving so quickly um, that long term planning sometimes gets ignored based on the needs of right now. So biggest thing I just I, I would tell everybody, regardless of 2021 issues or if this is 2031, whatever, always be hiring. That that is that would be the biggest thing. The other thing to to remember is I think everyone. There's no way I'm the only person in the world that can say this, but we've all had a bad boss when we've worked for somebody before. Um, and there's the old the old phrase: people leave their boss, not the job. Uh, so think back to those bad bosses. Um, and and I will speak from personal experience. I had some amazing people I worked for. Um, especially early on in my, my career um, that were, uh, again, just top of their profession. But there were one or two in there that were not. And early on when I was in leadership positions, especially in the athletic world, if I got to kind of a sticking point, I'm not sure what to do. Right? I've got all these great examples of, of, of great people that I work for, but there was one who was really bad. And I would tend to think first, what would, would he have done? And then make sure I do the opposite, right? That culture, the compensation, the incentives, the way people are treated, don't be that bad boss that's in your head. Um, Think of them, remember that person, and then make sure you're not doing it. And I'll tell you, I'll give you a couple examples. Um, I was in, oh, just a week or so ago, I was in a a very well-known sub sandwich franchise. Um, that may, without naming names, but in the name of the franchise may have kind of a state um, on the East Coast and then may have a dude's name. So again, I don't want to say which one that was, but that's where we were. And I I was honestly so appalled and I probably should still do it. Like, I I feel like I I need to find out the owner of that particular location because there was clearly a manager because at one point he proclaimed himself the manager and there was a line of probably a half dozen people in line, another six or eight that were sitting down eating, two or three that had remote orders that they were in there trying to pick up. So it was it was, it was hopping, it was lunchtime, but that's what you have with that. And w- within 30 seconds of me being in there, he is yelling from one side of where you start to place your order to the register to yell at the girl that's on the register. And in the yelling was, how stupid can you possibly be? Right. And like, well, first of all, dude, how stupid can you be that that's how you're going to talk to, you know, a 19 year old kid that's working, working the register, no matter what they may or may not have done. Um, And then during that time, proceeded to yell at three other people that were there. The look on the face of every employee, I guarantee you, if I go back in there uh, tomorrow, there's going to be there's going to be I must see different faces. And that's how he was treating them. And then at one point to the, like to everybody in there, he just says out loud, he's like, Oh, they said, come manage a blank. It'll be fun. You'll have a great time. Man, were they wrong? This is terrible. Don't be that person. I know that's an extreme example, but that's, that's real. That's stuck in my head for, for, for a couple of weeks. They're going to have a labor issue at that location because that guy, for lack of a better term, was a complete and utter jackass. 
right? Um, we all know people, we've probably had bosses like that. Don't be that boss as an owner. That seems simple. Don't do it. Um, I'll give you an example uh, on the on the other side. It's actually a fran- franchisor that we work with that I've had an opportunity to visit their kind of corporate location. And they've got a they've got a good size office, probably 50, 60 employees for their for their franchise. And talking to people that work there, just employees of the franchisor, they've got fantastic retention. Um, office has been open, I think, seven or eight years. They've got people that were like proudly going, hey, I was employee number seven. I was employee 12 that have been there this whole time. So why is that? Why have they not left? Um, the culture is fantastic. Um, they, they, they make sure that's the case. Um, compensation is fair right within the industry for, for their jobs, but they have just little perks and incentives. Not everybody needs more money. Uh, sometimes people need to be appreciated. They need little benefits. And in this particular office, they have a, and the story goes, they stole this from an old MTV Cribs episode, which uh, I'm I'm old enough to have missed the MTV Cribs, so I don't know really the reference. I'm I'm old school, like when there used to be videos on there, right? Um, but they're but they have this refrigerator that is absolutely stocked with sodas, beverages, water, whatever, and and every single day it is completely. They make sure it is 100 completely full, and then there's a snack uh, basket, granola bars, chips, etc. Right. And it's there for all of their employees. Um, so if, if somebody they, they get a little they get a little munchies, they need a snack, they need a drink, something during the day. It's one little thing that they don't have to worry about bringing bringing for themselves. That is that is there. And everyone that I talked to when I had an opportunity to kind of tour the facility, they, they mentioned that hey, it's kind of cool. We can go we can go grab a snack. We can go grab a drink. They're not a, a, abusing it because there's only so many of those things you can have during the day. But it was that culture. So. Are there labor issues currently? Yeah, maybe, right? Um, as a business owner, are you always going to have some labor issues, no matter how skilled, professional, unskilled, whatever? Yes. How do you mitigate that? Number one, always be hiring, right? Um, and actually, I'd probably back that up a little bit. First, part of our process, make sure you are starting a business with the staff that you best manage and best want to manage, right? That's really, let's back up. That's number one. Now as an owner, always be hiring. Have those jobs posted, active, constantly be talking to people um, and, and, and checking that out, kind of building a, a, a bench for when you need somebody, maybe if something bad happens, sometimes quitting isn't a bad thing. Maybe they got this awesome opportunity that, you gave them the experience to be able to do that. That's not a bad thing because that next person you're going to hire, you can use them as an example. But always be hiring. So you've got a bench um, when you need it, uh, if somebody leaves or when you're ready to grow and expand. So hopefully you're going to be doing that, right? And then take care of your people. You don't have to be the, the, the extreme of this big massive refrigerator with every drink known to man and, and a snack basket where you look like you've got your own Circle K. We don't need to be that extreme, but take care of your people. Give them a good culture, um, fair compensation. Um, understand what makes them tick. Um, is it? Is it? You know, hey, is it Diet Coke? That'll, that'll make me work, right? Um, is it whatever? Is it? You know, hey, they, they they really need two hours off on Tuesday to take their, their kid to the dentist. 
don't don't make them sweat that, right? Give them those type of things. And then on the other side, don't be the colossal jackass at the sub place, right? Um, take good care of your people. Those things sound simple because they are. We just tend to overcomplicate things. Um, find the right fit for you, um, for the business. Always be hiring. Take good care of them. Um, will you still have some labor issues? Will you have some pains along the way? Of course, but you will have significantly less when you have that type of situation. And the one other thing that I think that benefits the culture is any good place I've ever worked or any business I've ever seen, franchise or not, um, when you are getting your next people from referrals from your current employees, you know you've nailed it from a culture standpoint. If, if somebody that works for you won't tell their friend they should work for you, you got a problem and let me help you with that. You're the problem. So um, go into with those things in mind. Will you have labor issues from time to time? Absolutely. But significantly less, your growth will be better. Your happiness as an owner and a boss will be significantly better. Um, and guess what? Your business is going to thrive and prosper and meet and usually exceed every one of the wildest dreams and goals that you have. So that's our that's our little thoughts on labor. As always, we we thank you guys for joining in to us to 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 talk to us and listen to us on another episode of the Franchising 101 podcast series. Uh, we always hope that this will help enlighten people interested in franchise ownership to some of the amazing possibilities that are out there, some of the ways in which you find that possibility, and then how to maximize it once you have it. Um, if you haven't yet, please uh, subscribe or follow uh, our podcast wherever you listen to your your podcast. Um, also, check out our website. Uh, specific to franchising is um, francoach.net. Our podcast specific is literally franchising101podcast.net. Um, any ideas on episodes? This came from a listener. So thanks to uh, Liz in Des Moines for sending in kind of a labor topic for something to talk about. If there's anything you want us to, to chat about, send that over. And then of course, if you're ready to maybe learn about becoming a franchise ownership a franchise owner yourself, click the link in the podcast window, find us online. There's never, ever any fee for our service. So we encourage you to take that first step today to help create your better tomorrow. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Stay safe and we look forward to connecting soon. Thanks for listening to Fran Coach's Franchising 101 podcast, where our ultimate goal is to help educate you on all things franchising so you can create your better tomorrow.